Classic Pulp Entertainment, found only at ClassicPulp.com. From the chronicles of travelers and adventurers the world over come these authenticated accounts of unusual people and unusual events, bringing you in each presentation a strange but true story from... The Four Corners and the Seven Seas. A railroad story from Indiana. The Unseen Hand. It is just before midnight. In a house near a railroad track in Indiana, a young man lies dreaming. It is a recurrent dream, strange, harrowing, born of a terrible personal tragedy. He hears a train roaring through the night. Through the rattle of the cars comes the voice of his dear wife, Then, the terrible crash. Stanley! Stanley! Huh? Oh, yes, Aunt Martha. Stanley, I thought I heard you calling. Are we dreaming again? Yes. Same dream, Stanley? Yes, Andy. I hear the train. Mary calling to me. Then the crash. Oh, it's awful. Oh, Stanley, Stanley, you must try to forget them. You must take up your life again. I know. It was a terrible, terrible thing, losing your wife and babies all at once in a wreck. But, Stanley, life must go on. I'm going away tomorrow. Oh, perhaps it's best. Go someplace where you won't hear the trains. I think they make you remember. The Midnight Express. It's a sad sound. A train in the night. Very sad. Very sad. Thus began one of the strangest stories in railroad history, an industry rich in legend, ballad, and folklore. It's still told wherever railroad men gather, and usually it begins with what happened to Huey Rand, weather-beaten old engineer. Huey was roaring along in the cabin, his hand on the throttle and singing at the top of his lungs. Daisy, give me your answer, do. I'm half crazy, all for the love hey, of you. Hey, should I stoke her up, Huey? Yep, we're running late now. Hey, Huey, the stop signal. What's wrong? Can't see a thing. Hang on, I'm going to stop her. Hey, Huey, what in tarnation's the matter with you? Ain't nothing the matter with me. 
When I get a stop signal from the conductor, I stop the train, Mr. Wagner. Gosh, you mighty. Don't tell me you started hearing things, too. What do you mean? I'll meet you at Barney's saloon when we get in and tell you all about it. Happen while you're on vacation. All right, Wagner. Blow the whistle, Fred. Isn't that a funny thing, Wagner? Me getting the stop signal when you didn't pull the cord. You got the go signal, Huey. Huh? What do you mean, Wagner? That's been happening all up and down the line the past month. All engineers are talking about the unseen hand. They reckon it's some kind of a warning. You should hear Moriarty. It happened to him? Yep. He was so scared, he got out of the cabin and walked up the line a piece looking for ghosts or something. What do you think he found on the track? A big boulder. Big enough to wreck the train. Yeah, I don't believe that. I don't believe in ghosts nor unseen hands. If I get a stop signal again, I'm just going to ignore it. Oh, it's wrecking schedules all up and down the line. They say the old man's pulling his hair out by the fistfuls. Reckon we'll have a general order from head office before long. Uh, number 77, seven minutes to the bad. Cause of delay, stop cord pulled by unseen hand. Number 92, 12 minutes to the bad. Same reason. Ah, go spirit warnings. They're all hearing things. Miss Thomas, put out a general order. Yes, sir. Any engineer hearing stop signals when there are no stop signals will get 30-day suspension. Second offense, he gets fired. Yes, Mr. Collier. When you finish that, wire the president. Tell him I'll meet him at Hogwash Junction on the 27th to look over the possibilities of opening a new line. Daisy, Daisy, give me your answer, do. I'm half crazy over Huey. the love of you. Huey, the danger bell. I didn't hear a thing. Hey, but Huey! You read the general order. I didn't hear a thing. Stoke up the furnace. I ain't stopping for nothing. Daisy, Daisy. Huey, you realize we got the old man aboard? No fooling. Why didn't you stop the train at Hogwash Junction? That's not a regular stop. It is if I give you a stop signal. You mean you pulled the cord? I did. The old man is meeting the president of the road there to discuss opening a new line. You carried him 20 miles down the line. Well, you tell me just why you didn't stop that train on signal. <clears throat> I didn't hear no signal, Mr. Collier. What? I didn't hear no signal. And according to General Order Number 82, any engineer who stops a train when there is no signal gets 30 days suspension. Mr. Wagner, will you send a wire to the head office in my name? Cancel General Order 82. Tickets, please. Bertram, road detective. Oh, yeah. I heard the old man was putting a detective on every train, trying to put an end to this unseen hand business. Yeah. Jeepers, what a night. Say, you uh, got any leads, Mr. Bertram? Well, I don't know. There's a young fella in the day coach ahead. Last seat on the left. Uh. Yeah. 
I saw him. Thin. He don't look very well. He's got a kind of wild look in his eye. Maybe a coincidence, but our boys have been watching him. He's been on two trains that have been stopped. Oh? Name's Burns, Stanley Burns. His wife and children were killed in the Painesville wreck about three months ago. I'll keep an eye on him. If he pulls the cord tonight, he was bound to stop the train. Too much danger of the track being washed out, what with the flood. What was he doing when you came down the aisle? They're sleeping. Well, not very well. It was more like he was having a bad dream. Get him! He's pulling the cord. It's all right, folks. Nothing to worry about. Just a mistake. Now keep your seats, please. Come with me to the stateroom. All right. Keep him out of sight, Bertram. I'll go up and tell you we caught the ghost. Now keep your seats, please. There's nothing to worry about. Now keep your seats. All right, sit down. You're the fellow who's been stopping these trains the past two months, huh? Yes. Why? Oh, something made me. I, I don't know. Something drove me to riding the trains at night. I didn't always stop the train. Just just sometimes when I dream. Dream? About my wife. I hear her calling. Calling. Then I'd have to jump up and stop the train. If I didn't, I knew a terrible train wreck would occur. And you know this is a criminal offense? Yes. Well, I'll have to put you under arrest. You can see the doctor first, of course. I'm relieved. I'm glad it's over. What do you mean? Always. After I'd stopped the train, I was terrified I'd get caught. I feel now as, as if it were over. As if I'd done what I had to do. I feel Ladies like... and gentlemen, will you please take your luggage and leave the train for a few minutes? There's no danger at the moment, but will you please leave the train? What's the matter? The bridge is washed out ahead. No. Another three feet and the engine would have plunged into a hundred-foot gorge. Floodwaters are raging below. Not a man would have come out alive. You mean... You mean I did prevent a wreck? I reckon you saved about 300 lives. Thank God. Oh, thank God. I don't, son. <laughs> After this, there's no danger of you being arrested. But it isn't that. It, it's just that... Well, it... It is over now. I've done what I had to do. Now I'll be all right. All right. The mystery of the unseen hand was solved. According to railroad men who swapped the yarn in roundhouses and division stations, Stanley Burns was indeed cured of his strange malady. He remarried and settled on an Indiana farm near the railroad line. It said he often looked up from his plough to wave at passing trains. The engineers always waved back, hoping perhaps that if their engines ever plunged through the night towards disaster, the stop cord would be pulled by another unseen hand. We 
invite you to listen again to a further story, Strange But True, from The Four Corners and The Seven Seas.